Hey, and welcome to a whole new season of 22 Minutes of Transformation. Myself, Sean Patrick, and my co-host, Karen Mills-Alston, will take you through another 22 questions that will transform the way you think about spirituality, creativity, and everything in between. We welcome you to this whole new adventure. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to a whole new episode of 22 Minutes of Transformation. I'm Sean Patrick, and I'm here with... Karen Mills-Alston. Happy Monday, Karen. How's it going? Happy, happy happy Monday. Everything is good. We were just talking before we began about um, how my sleep patterns have been, um, I don't know, I'm getting just a little bit of sleep these days because I'm so excited about life. There's so much creativity that is moving through me and I'm really grateful for it. You know, it's exciting. It's an exciting time because I know that when I feel this way, that something is birthing itself more than I can possibly imagine. Yeah. You know, I, I'm someone who usually, you know, when they can, I take a little afternoon nap, but that's not been happening recently. I think for the (laughs) first time, um, for the first time in a long time, I'm more excited to keep, um, keep my energy in my you know, working creative projects. So there is a, there's definitely a great energy now in, I can speak to my life. It is a, it's like a homecoming post COVID. Mm. (laughs) I think I can put it that way. It's a, it's a return um, to a better what was. Um, Yeah. 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 And, and I welcome it and it feels like it's welcoming me. So that's great. Absolutely. Absolutely. Beautiful. Beautiful. So, Today's question is one I can't believe we haven't done before. It's so simple, but so nuanced. And that is, are you going with the flow? Yes. Are you Can you going? believe we haven't done that before? Yeah, you know, I'm sure we haven't, but, and I'm sure that we have spoken about different aspects of what that means. Yeah. Uh, and so it's going to be interesting to see what flows through us as we're listening. <laughs> Um, and I'm really glad to have these these 20 minutes to actually explore this topic because it's one of them phrases which is thrown around a lot um, to the point where I worry it's lost its value. Yeah. Um, and also in many ways, it's a misunderstood statement because I think it can mm-hmm. be confused for being passive. But we'll get into all of that. But I will begin by saying I... Um, I love the notion of going with the flow and I believe going with the flow doesn't just mean that you're passive and you allow everything to happen. It also means that you catch a wave of your passion or your goodness. You catch momentum and you ride that. That is also going with the flow to me. Yes. Yes. And for me, it means to surrender, to let go, to allow this presence to have its way no matter what. That it's really important. I, when I uh, pray, I often say that I'm in the rhythm and the flow of the presence, meaning that I, I do get out of the way. I get out of the way. I move from my head to my heart, and I let what needs to unfold unfold and I'm trusting the process. And that can be challenging for some people. So many of us were raised in a way where we're in control. 
You know, we know exactly what's going to happen, when it's going to happen. And we, if we only remember to listen, then that which is happening happens, oh, in ways that are greater than we can possibly imagine. Yeah. I mean, control is an illusion. Oh my gosh. Like to (laughs) believe you're in control is an absolute, um, absolute falsehood. Mm -hmm. Um, I know you and I both love psychology as much as we love spirituality. And sometimes, you know, we can, (laughs) we can get ticked off. And all I'm going to say is the word flow is so, um, has been taken by the world of psychology, but they're using it the exact same way that we would. They're called the saying, you know, it's being in the zone in a mental state where a person performing some activity is fully immersed in a feeling of energized focus. You know, they speak about it in positive psychology all the time. Being in flow is -hmm. like the new mindfulness in some ways. And I believe where it sounds like we're talking about the same thing, whether it's from a spiritual perspective or psychological perspective. Yeah, it it sounds like it. And, you know, when I think about being in the flow, I think about what my heart's desire is, Mm -hmm. which is my willingness to move into the next stage of my of my life. And then so people talk about heart's desire and then they also talk about spirit's will and spirit's will is always for a greater expression of life and when we let go, when we stay in the flow, then we get to experience both of those at the same time. Our heart's desire is the will of this presence because we've caught something. Yeah. And this is where I love this conversation because I'm almost imagining like two wills clashing. So if flow is heart's desire and um, spirit's will, and according to psychology, the the space in which you're focused and immersed in your passion, Mm -hmm. yet so often we deny our heart's desire, we we don't surrender, and we don't immerse ourselves in our passion. Mm -hmm. And that is where, oh, this is good, I'm figuring things out as I speak out loud, (laughs) That, that is where if you say going with the flow in avoidance, it's not going with the flow. You know what I mean? Sometimes going with the flow takes stepping into your heart's desire, the activities you love, and the the vision of the universe. Yes, because for some people, it going with the flow can mean walking in lockstep with the world. Mm-hmm. And that's what I don't want to do. I don't, don't want to be like anybody else. I want to be the unique emanation that I have come here to be living a purpose-filled life, you know, and there may be some contrast to that in terms of, of, of our families. You know, we, we say we want to do this and I have to tell you, I, um, I am the person in my family now who everyone says, Oh, that's Karen. She's different. (laughs) We just, I just had a, um, I had a, a cousin who transitioned and the celebration of life was on 
Saturday after, and it's been a couple of months since she transitioned, but with COVID and everything. And um, I made a decision that I was not going to go to the celebration of life. And it was okay. Uh, There's some lifestyle, and, and I know that this is, I'm judging, but I use spiritual discernment to as I'm moving through my life, and it was something that I did not necessarily want to participate in. I just didn't. So I, um, my my sister and my brothers gave me a really hard time about not participating. And when I started doing this a few years ago, it was challenging. Now. Uh, I can move and stay in the rhythm and flow of my life as opposed to the rhythm and the flow of the expectation of someone else, like some family members. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And that's where I really love to hear this conversation, you know, speak about flow from an active place, not a passive place. Because some people would use this phrase, go with the flow. They would have said, Karen, just come along to the celebration of life. Go with the flow. It's you not know? a big deal. Yeah, it's not a big yeah. deal. But You'll I be home my, by six. Right, 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 right. I did my thing. Um, and I, and doing my thing means that I, you know, I held a space during this. Um, during this gathering. And as I was speaking to one of my brothers who came back and told me about all the happenings, I made such a great decision for me, for me, because one of the things that I no longer am in the flow about is being fake. Oh (laughs) yeah. I I just don't want to be fake. I don't want to show up and, and, and be fake. And I know that there's some issues in our family that need to be spoken about and they will be spoken about at some point in time, which is great, which is really great. Yeah. Don't you feel like that is a pre-COVID, post-COVID thing? There were some things I used to be able to get my back into, not good things like people pleasing, like you're saying, being fake. There were some things I used to be able to just get my back into, which I just can't anymore. Yes. You know? And I think that is a, (laughs) um, if we're speaking about the Corona bonus, when we refer to it that way, uh, that's definitely one. I just think, geez, like all the things I used to do just to go with the flow and I'm using air quotes here you can't see to go with the flow in the human sense to keep people happy to keep the situation most at ease just to get on with it I just can't bring myself to play along as much as I as much as I did and that's a good thing so Yeah. yeah so when we do that we end up repressing our feelings and our emotions um we end up doing something to please others which is which is wonderful um, in its place. We get to be open and available to please ourselves because that's why this is my willingness to move into the next stage of my evolution, my my life, my evolution, my evol- whatever the word is. <laughs> yes, it's evolution. To be able to move that way as opposed to oh, 
not as opposed mm-hmm. to doing what other people think is right. So yeah, I become even more, I'm hearing the word entrenched, that may not be the proper word, but I have, I'll say it this way, I've become rooted in who and what I am. And who and what I am is the presence that wants to be loving and kind and generous to myself first. And then I can be it to others. So I'm no longer a people pleaser. I'm no longer concerned that that people like me um, because I know there are a couple of people in my life that I'm very clear don't. Uh, and and it's 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 hurtful, but I know that whatever that is, it's their stuff. It's no longer mine. And I don't go over to them and say, what did I do wrong? You know, how can we work this out? I am clean and clear and others get to be that way as well. Oh, you know, that is so good because I think about situations over the past couple of months where I I've noticed I'm like, oh, I think this person's a bit angry at me or, you know, there's there's not the same connection there. Mm-hmm. And I have gone with the flow by letting that be. Sure, we'll come back together if if that is the highest and best. Yes. Whereas in the past, I think I would have tried to fix that. I would have been like, what's wrong? Why do you hate me? What's going on? Let's work mm-hmm. this out. What did I say? And I just, yeah. yeah. And I, yeah, what did I say? What did I do? Whereas I'm able to step back and see, that's a, that's a good example of going with the flow is yeah, letting that be, letting it breathe. You know, yeah. let it be. I'm Listen, I live in Liverpool, so the Beatles are all around. So let it be is... <laughs> Let It Be is one of my my sayings, my songs. I've listened to almost every cover of that song. And I do, yeah. So I think, yeah, going with the flow is is definitely letting a situation be because we love to interfere to try and fix something. Mm -hmm. Um, And geez, I have done this so often with work. Like I notice this with emails. Like if I'm constantly on my emails replying to things, it's like I'm making problems whereas sometimes if i'm not available for a couple days i'll come back and i'll see the problem sorted itself out yes 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 so going with the flow really means that we get to take a breath yes so that's good stop (laughs) we get to to stop and connect with the presence however it is that we do that connect however we name the presence connect with our gut connect with the still small voice whatever that is just recalibrate our energy so to stop and to relax into it because nothing is nothing is that important that we cannot stop and take moments seconds to take a breath and just relax so that we can make the choice that takes us into a higher plane of existence with grace and ease. I love that you just used the word plane because that whole analogy that I'm just getting in my head is, you know, because I've heard this analogy before, I'm not, I'm not inventing it right now, but even a plane takes a and, and I know you meant plane in a different yeah, way. Yeah, no, I know you but meant. <laughs> even an aeroplane, you know, it taxis the runway, it stops, and it goes. Yes. And I think that it has to take that moment to stop before it can do what, you know, is the ultimate reason for what it's about to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I think it also speaks to 
where your default behavior is. If your mm-hmm. default behavior is to, um, you know, walk in lockstep with the world, people please, that that's one of mine. Take on too much, say yes too often. These are all ones I'm talking about myself. Yeah. Um, if I don't take a breath and I'm not more conscious before I know it, I'm like, why have I agreed to this, this, and this? Why right. am I going to that, that, and that? And it's like, oh, I fell back into my default behavior. Yes. Um, yeah, and I, I'm just thinking out loud as we're having this conversation. Like, I feel like there's flow of the world, which is, mm-hmm. oh, sure, I'll go to that, though I don't really want to. Oh, yeah, sure, I'll do that for you, though I don't really want to. And then there's flow of spirit, which is far yes. more discerning. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. That's a great distinction that you've made there. Mm. And because the world is temporary, I say this all the time, and spirit is eternal, we really want to um, so-called default into the presence. As the presence, we get to, um, we get to be this living example of what is possible when we are listening, when we breathe, when we are mindful about what we think, say, and do. It's really important. Remind me the phrase that Abraham Hicks uses about the flow. So Abraham Hicks, it's one of their main analogies. Gosh, Mm -hmm. So they talk about so they oh, oh so the stream okay. the stream yeah, yeah. That's it. That's so they it. talk about going with the flow of the stream of of mm-hmm. the river of the stream and the yes. stream is life yes. the stream is god shout out to one of my favorite songs rolling river god yes. um <laughs> and they talk about you know either way and they use the analogy of going white water rafting and they realize that it would just be impossible if not stupid if actually life-threatening, to try and go against the current. Mm-hmm. And that is how so many of us are living our lives, just this impossible, frantic, deadly going against the current of life. Whereas yeah. if you if you relax and you go with the flow, it takes you to everything that you want. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So the current of life, life with a capital L, Life that is the full expression of God, when we're of spirit, whatever we call it, we um, being in the flow is to simply be with it. Wherever it goes, we're with it. We're trusting it. We and then when we so Abraham Hicks talks about going downstream and going upstream, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The upstream is where we're against this flow. Went because we're battling and we know, and it took me a minute to get wrap my my head and my heart around it. And then when we are downstream, that's when she says we're in the vortex and yeah. we're experiencing this this rhythm and flow that is is always for us, even though it doesn't look like it's for. Yeah. So this is a great place. So upstream, downstream, flow, not flow, because this is where we can discern. So going back to the example for you of Karen, just come to the celebration of life. Come on, like, you know, stop worrying about it. Mm -hmm. And from some perspectives, it might be, oh yeah, just to say I accept and I go is going with the flow. But for you, would it have been upstream or downstream to go? It would have been upstream. It would have been upstream. And that's why 
you, that's why the going with the flow was not to go. Yes. Oh, I'm, I'm learning. I love this. Like, because, <laughs> because like I said, like you used that example and I was like, hmm, but it seems like a lot of what we're saying points towards going with the flow would be if Karen chose to go to the event yeah. and thinking about this whole decision of upstream downstream. Mm-hmm. No, because going to that event would have been upstream. Yeah, it would have been upstream. The old Karen would have gone, would have, um, um, talked about it in the car ride back home. Uh, I didn't want to involve myself in those conversations that would not have been productive yeah. because I don't put myself in situations like that um, any longer. You know, I do what I can do and it's, and it really is okay. And I have to deal with, which I'm able to sort of rush off most of the time, judgment from relatives who say, well, we're all going. If one of us goes, all of us has to go. I don't do that anymore. No. (laughs) I just don't. Yes, because I'm going against that which does not resonate with me. You know, so being in the flow, I didn't go. And, and I was, I was absolutely fine with that. And, you know, it brings me, this always happens to us. You'll always hear me say in the last few minutes, and this brings me back to the beginning of our conversation because (laughs) it always does. Mm -hmm. You know, we were talking about our sleep pattern and how I used to like to have naps and I've really not been napping all that much. Um, I think I used to nap out of like exhaustion from going upstream and it was like, oh, I've, I've got half an hour. Great. Mm-hmm. Whereas actually it's like I'm spending my life more in flow and it's like, why would I want to go and disengage for half an hour? Yes. Yeah. This is yeah, good. Yeah, it is. It is. And I have to say this, there are times when we have to pay attention to our body temple. So there are times yes. that we have to get rest. Um, and, and I'll say this, I've never been able to take naps. Never. Oh, it's good. You know, it's only good. Here's some here's some practical nap advice from Sean. Yes, yes. It's only good if you have a short nap. Do not fall into sleep because that is just rough. Yes. <laughs> so um, I used to take these 15-minute power naps. He would lie on the floor of the office and he would go to sleep for 15 minutes. And then when he woke up, he said that he it was like he had slept for hours. Yeah, and, it's the sorry, it's the act of falling asleep which is what you need so i read this once in god in a self-help book i read a long time ago well Mm -hmm. it said you know you hold a spoon in your hand so when you fall asleep you drop the spoon it wakes you up and that's all you needed you just needed the act of falling asleep you know so here's some nap advice from sean and karen that's a whole new (laughs) podcast how to sleep well Yes, um, yes. Oh, we're not the people who should be doing that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, we, but neither of us have regular sleep patterns. Anyway, Karen, I've loved this conversation. Thank you so much for teaching oh. me about flow. I've had so many good realizations and I've been able to voice some thoughts. And uh, yes. I look forward to us getting together next week to uh, have another transformational 22 minutes. Yes, me too. Blessings and love. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.